Hi, hello, it's me, it's Sean. I've got an apology to make to the royal family. Hello everyone, welcome to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. It's Friday, it's the weekend, it's time to relax, put your feet up, unless you work in a pub or security or something that that, that is needed on a Friday night, then still have fun, make the best of the situation that you're in. And hey, if it is Friday night and you're listening to this podcast, then thank you for using me as your company for the evening. I hope you've had a a positive week where plenty of good things have happened. I'm sure they have. Even if, like, there's one big bad thing that happened to you this week, as sad as that may be and as upset as you might be about that thing, do try and look at the the wins over the losses. like, Like I said, you might have had one massive loss that you're just thinking about this week, but then on top of that you might have had, like, 20 tiny little wins. Try thinking about them instead. Um, I've got an apology to make to the royal family. I don't even know if it's necessarily an apology to make to the royal family or or an apology just to make with uh, any human that has half a brain cell. It turns out I have been sensationally ignorant and not done my research. Well, to be fair, I got given a topic. I had to talk about that topic. And when I was talking about that topic, my mind went somewhere and my mouth just carried on without really thinking about it. And I don't really tend to research things in real time when I'm when I'm recording the podcast, unless it's like one of those things where I've never heard of something. So I make something up on the spot and then Google it afterwards for entertainment value. I decided not to do any research into whether or not we actually do pay our taxes towards the royal family. And a good friend of mine, Greg, actually pointed out to me last night that actually we don't pay our taxes towards the royal family, at least not anymore. Because of something called the sovereign grant, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put this out there because I didn't know about I literally had no idea this thing existed. I thought we paid taxes for the royal family to live. Turns out it's not true. I'll, what I'll do is I'll read out exactly what the sovereign grant is called according to Wikipedia. So the sovereign grant Act 2011 is the act of the Parliament of the United Kingdom that introduced the sovereign grant, the payment that is paid annually to the monarch by the government in order to fund the monarch's official duties. It is usually set as a percentage of annual income from the Crown Estate. It was the biggest reform to the finances of the British royal family since the inception of the civil list in 1760. In addition to the sovereign grant, the monarch continues to receive the revenue of the Duchy of Lancaster, while the Prince of Wales receives the revenues of the Duchy of Cornwall. Now, realistically, I don't know what any of that means, but someone told me. Basically, what it means is, I think King Charles passed it some years ago, back when he was Prince Charles. Again, this is me doing absolutely minimal research on this, but from what I can gather, I think basically the money that used to go from our taxes into the pockets of the royal family now go from our taxes into the government towards improvements to public resources. Resources. Why couldn't I say that properly then? Public resources. Whether or not that money is actually being used to better aid the public, we don't know. We don't know what the British government's doing at any given time. I'm not going to get into politics on the podcast, but you watch, it'll come up now as a topic at some point. But yeah, I just wanted to clear that up. I was silly. 
I was ignorant and I clearly didn't do my research on the royal family before I uh, before I went in two-footed on uh, trying to explain why I why I shouldn't have to pay my taxes towards them, which I don't anyway. So there we go. There's that cleared up, and I, I apologise to anyone that that offended. I don't know why anyone other than the royal family should be offended by that, but and I can't see the royal family listening to this podcast. So you're right, Camilla. How's it going? My word, the weather outside is frightful. To quote uh, an old Christmas song, um, it's current. So I'm currently recording this, as I think you'll hear this on Friday the twenty seventh. I'm actually recording this on Friday the 20th, so the week before. And this storm, is it Storm Bethel? Storm, this is is Sean not doing his research again. There's a big storm happening right now, and the rain has been relentless. And I've just been out with my poor dog. I've just been out with him for a walk. He loves he loves walks, but he hates the rain. But I like to take him out at least for a short one. You know, to get him out of the house and get his legs stretched. And I put him a little coat on. He's got a little coat. He's got a little parker. Um I'll be honest with you, my wife bought that for him. It's a it's a little parker. And I used to have uh, it's it's sort of like a dark blue and I used to have one myself that was more or less exactly the same color and we we went out and we would look exactly like we would look like as if Paris Hilton was a uh, working class man from Cheshire walking out in my blue parker with my little uh, miniature poodle Yorkie wearing his little parker. But yeah, he um, he doesn't like the rain and more or less as soon as we left the house he was just wanting to get back. So we, we made it a nice little short one today. So I'm literally sitting here now, piss wet through, uh, hoping to uh, record you some entertaining content this afternoon, this evening dark outside and the news came in this afternoon that um a a a plane at leeds bradford airport skidded off the runway you know it's bad when a plane actually comes off the runway because we've had storms before and like it became like a thing didn't it last year or the year before where we had those super super heavy winds and people were live streaming the planes landing at heathrow airport or manchester airport or wherever it was and live streaming them and People were actually commenting on them, like commentating on the planes coming into landing, and and it it made for very entertaining watching. Probably very very stressful for the passengers on board the planes. And today, uh, at some point during uh, during the high winds and the and the rain, I think it was it was largely the rain that that caused this. By the looks of what I've seen on the news, uh, a plane landed at Leeds Bradford Airport, skidded off the runway. Everyone is fine. From what I can see online, no, uh, no deaths to to report. He says, "Could have spoken way too soon there." Uh, I do hope everyone's all right, physically and mentally. I know, I know what I'd be like if if I was in a, if I was on a plane that came off the runway. I would be, it would be months before I was okay again. Even just just the thought of it, I, you know, I'd be. I know, I know for sure I'd be waking up at night, no matter how big or small the uh, the disaster actually was. Anyway, I've digressed. Shall we? Spin the wheel for first time today. Okay, and the topic is discrete mathematics. I don't know what that is. So here we go. Here's uh, another class. I'm going to see if I can make a theme tune for this. It's the, it's the, Sean's going to make up something on the spot that he, something that he doesn't know what it is. So he's going to try and make something up and see how close he is. Game. ba 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 
at a working title. So discrete mathematics. Now I know what mathematics is, obviously. Mathematics is... <laughs> it's it's a subject, isn't it? It's school. It's it's numbers and it's algebra and it's the 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 subject that I was least invested in at school. But I have a friend who is he's a maths teacher and he he's so passionate about maths. I've never met a human so so passionate about anything really i'm pretty passionate about podcasting i love doing podcasting i love disney i love paranormal and stuff that's as much as i'm going to mention on that because i know i've already told you i promise not to not to go on any more paranormal tangents this uh for at least a short while <laughs> i'm passionate about a, you know a bunch of things but i've never seen anyone quite as passionate as he is about maths we went to lindos on a holiday a few years ago, 2018. And on the very first night of the holiday, we went into went down into the town. You know how they do, how they are in Greece where it's like, they're almost like alleys rather than streets. It's really very quaint, very nice. Like you've got like shop stalls and then there's like a kiosk with like the, you know, someone making crepes. And then you go around and then it opens up and there's like a, a, a rooftop restaurant. It's really not like that really nice kind of hillside kind of town. You're you, right really nice but one of the one of the sort of side street vendors was that selling like t-shirts and one of the t-shirts that he had just said pythagoras on it and was it pythagoras or did it just have the pi symbol it was either it said pythagoras or it just had the pi symbol and chris was like i, I really want that t-shirt and he is he is so so passionate about maths he does so Chris is one of my my good friends that that loves Disney as well and always comes to Disney with us whenever we whenever we go to Disney World. And obviously it's like a 9-hour flight from the UK to Disney uh, to to Orlando. And on the plane where most people will take entertainment and well Chris takes entertainment but it's his own entertainment. People download a series on on Netflix onto your iPad or on Disney Plus so you can watch it on the plane you've got the screen and the seat in front of you so you can watch movies on that you might just be listening to music people might sleep just to pass the time while you're on the plane chris chris takes with him a step exam now and i think i think that's what it's called i will have to clarify with him before i uh, before i commit to that and show my ignorance i think it's called a step exam chris takes with him a step exam now the step exam, if I have got it right, is the entrance exam. It's basically the exam for one to get entrance to Oxford or Cambridge. And Chris does that for fun. In fact, in 2019, we went to Disney and he brought a step exam for himself to do. Because that's like, even though he's really passionate about maths, he didn't study at Cambridge or Oxford. But he, he, he has got a, a degree in maths and he did it all at uni and everything. And I think he's even considered going for a doctorate um, in, in mathematics. But he hasn't he, he didn't actually go to Cambridge or Oxford. So I, th I still think like a step exam for him is still quite challenging. And that's why he will do it because he wants to try and push himself. He brought, I'm not kidding, he brought about five copies of the of the GCSE maths papers from that year or the year before for us to have a go at on the plane. 
bearing in mind at the time I was like 26 and me and Heather were had a go at this maths paper and then he like he loved this because we we did it we did the maths paper we did it in like half an hour or whatever and then he would mark it for us afterwards and like send it back to us and be like oh you've got like a b or a or a d or whatever and that that for him was just fun and the reason i'm saying all of this is because this is where i'm going with this whole this whole game of trying to make something up that's something I'd, i've never heard of and tried to make something up for it so what's the opposite of discreet hey siri mm-hmm. what's the opposite of discreet an antonym for discreet is connected okay i don't think that's what i was looking for connected so discreet means disconnected i was thinking discreet was like when you're trying to be like not outwardly going so oh i'm trying to be discreet about that like i'm, I'm not trying to show many people so basically, I, th- I think discrete mathematics is someone who loves maths but doesn't want to show that they, loves math- that they love maths. So the reason I was telling you this whole spiel about Chris is because I think he is... I was going to say the word blatant mathematics. Like, he is into blatant mathematics. Like, he f***ing loves the shit. Like, he is the opposite of a discrete mathematician. He is an out and proud mathematician. There we go. So yeah, I think if I'm going to make something up, I think discrete mathematics is like mathematics where you're like embarrassed about liking it. So it's like, oh yeah, I'm a discrete mathematician. I actually do like maths, but I'm not going to tell anyone because I'm really embarrassed about it. I'm not a discrete mathematician. I'm I'm just not a mathematician. I'm a blatant anti-mather. So I'm actually going to Google. I'm going to do this whole Siri thing again. See what he says. See if he'll uh, read it out for me on the podcast. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. What is discrete mathematics? Discrete mathematics is the study of mathematical structures that can be considered discrete rather than continuous. Want to hear more? Yes. Objects studied in discrete mathematics include integers, graphs, and statements in logic. By contrast, discrete mathematics excludes topics in continuous mathematics such as real numbers, calculus, or Euclidean geometry. If you understood that, then you are a better human than I am. Thank you, Siri. So, continuous mathematics is to do with numbers or something like that is what I got from that. I don't know. I'm being very ignorant towards maths. But then again, I just I just always am. Maths is not my thing. It's not what I, it's not what I was sent to this planet to do. I did um I didn't do great in my GCSEs. I I got a D in maths. And then I tried, this was pre-COVID, so it would have been 2019, between sort of 2019 to 2020 era. Because if I had stayed, if I had have stayed doing it, I I wouldn't have sat my exams because it was during, the, like the exams were during COVID kind of thing. But basically I went back uh, in 2019 to college, so like an adult class once a week on a Thursday night to do maths, GCSE maths. But I had to quit after about four weeks because at the time I was working a job that was a permanent nights and my my night shift started at half past eight and the class was seven till nine. So I was having to leave I was having to leave these classes at like quarter past eight and I was never really learning anything. So I had to, I had to knock that on the head, unfortunately. But I did go. I I went at the request of Chris, not the request of Chris, the uh, recommendation of Chris. And he said, "Look, you'll get, you'll get 
even just a step up from a D to a C on your GCSEs will open up like a whole world of opportunities for jobs and stuff moving forward later in life. So uh, I thought, oh, that's actually a good idea. So I, I went to do it and unfortunately couldn't see it through. It just wasn't viable for me at the time. There's a little bit of something about me you didn't need to know. So there you go. That's discrete mathematics. What Siri said. Let's move on to the next topic. Personality and behaviour. What a um, what a very specific topic. Personality and behaviour. I have always been. I'm. I. You might not think this because. So me and my wife quite often have this discussion. I'm a massive introvert, like huge. I. 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 As. 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 As far as I can, try. I will avoid speaking to humans, strangers. I don't like cold callers, you know, like those charity people that come to the doors because I will always just say yes and end up just spending all my life savings on something. I will order online where possible. And yeah, just generally speaking, like I I I I I try not to make phone calls. So if if I can order food, via an app on my phone have it delivered to the house that is that's perfect like something like just eat or uber eats are great nowadays for me for someone like me which is probably really counterproductive because we need to try and we need to try and force people to well not force people it's a really sad thingy i'm I'm including myself in this as well um we need to try and aid people in 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 becoming less introvert and not necessarily being extrovert but just being comfortable in public and public speaking and things and my wife always says to me, like, I don't understand why you're so nervous in public and, uh, in, you know, and talking to strangers and meeting new people and or driving to new destinations. I'm a really uncomfortable driver as well. In my town, I am fine because I know the roads. But if I have to drive somewhere that I've never been before and these are and they're all brand new roads to me, I hate that. I hate confrontation. I think that's where it sort of stems from because... I would think if I'm, I would think like if I'm going to say the wrong thing, it might offend someone, and then they might kick off, and then I don't like confrontation. Um, you know, and if I drive somewhere and I say go the wrong way down a one-way street, or if I cut someone up because I didn't know there was a lane there or something, I don't know. What I don't want is for someone then to step out and be like confrontational with me. I think that's where it kind of stems from. Is I don't like this confrontation. And I was literally about to say, my wife says to me, I don't understand why you're such an introvert in real life when you go online and you post tiktok videos you know you put a podcast out every week where you talk quite openly on the internet to strangers to literally people all over the world i will perform i will act i will dance i will sing in front of a thousand people and i think what it is is not that i'm not comfortable in my own body or, or in my own mind, or with myself, but, it's getting quite deep now, but I enjoy, for at least a brief period of time, not being me, if that makes sense. When I do this podcast, I am not Sean. I feel like, I'm feeling very vulnerable now, because I feel like I am talking as Sean, because I'm being very honest about this. When I do this podcast, I am not Sean. I am the presenter of I don't know what I'm talking about. And I come on here and I try and be a little bit funny 
I try and talk about things that I know absolutely nothing about. I will go on rants and tirades about the royal family. Say things that I don't even necessarily agree with. All in the name of trying to entertain people. And that's all I want to do, is entertain people. And for a brief period of time, I'm not me when I do that. It's exactly the same when I do musicals. I get up on stage and, for instance, like I've mentioned before, I did Jesus Christ Superstar a few years ago. I wasn't me when I was on that stage. I was Judas. And that's what, in my mind, the people in the audience saw or should have been seeing. They saw not Sean on the stage. They saw Judas betraying Jesus and then ultimately taking his own life. In April, when I come to do Kinky Boots, the Lyceum Theatre and crew, tickets are available on my link tree, I will be Charlie Price, the son of a shoe manufacturer who passes away, um, and so so Charlie then inherits the, the factory and has to come up with a way of saving the business by manufacturing boots that will hold the weight of a full-grown man because he sees a gap in a niche market for drag queens. There you go, that's that's loosely what Kinky Boots is, if you didn't know what the story was. And so I think I I like having those brief moments of just not having to not having to care, not having to think about anything. So when I when I'm when I'm on stage, even if I'm even in you know, my wife says, You got you just you you just get up and you sing. I go to my mum. My mum is sort of the activities and wellness coordinator at a nursing home. And I go and I sing for the residents there. And I sing, you know, Tom Jones. I sing Elvis. I sing Roy Orbison, Buddy Holly, all those kinds of songs for the residents at my mum's work. And she says, but you're not playing a character there. I'm like, but I, but I am. Because Sean wouldn't, I, Sean, wouldn't just get up and sing in the middle of nowhere i'm i'm going there as the entertainment for the afternoon for the residents and they know that's why i'm there none of them actually know me do you know what i'm saying so i go i sing some songs they say oh what lovely entertainment and then i leave people come and people will come and watch kinky boots they should say oh what a great show those really talented actors are doing a fantastic job and then they'll go home. No one's actually going, oh, I wonder what Sean's having for his dinner tomorrow. Oh, I wonder how much Sean weighs. I wonder what Sean's birthday is. I wonder what Sean got for Christmas. I feel like I've gone way, way deep here. The point, literally the point I'm trying to make is, and I I think I'm digging myself a little bit of a hole by trying to, by trying to explain it far too deeply literally i sean enjoy just for brief periods of time not being sean for a bit and that's okay because then when i am sean and i'm with my loved ones and i'm being myself i'm happy also but i do accept the fact that i am a huge introvert in real life and you might not think that is true because you're listening to me literally making a podcast producing it and forcing it out into the world for literally anyone to hear so here you go as i've already stated on this podcast 
I don't necessarily normally project as Sean. I normally project as just the presenter of I don't know what I'm talking about. I feel like for these past few minutes, while I've been talking about personality and behavior, talking about myself, I feel like I've projected as Sean and I've been my true self. And so for anyone who doesn't know me, who is just listening to this podcast because it's popped up on their feed or you're following it because you enjoy it, then I will just like to say, hello, I'm Sean and it's really nice to meet you. And that's where I'll close the podcast. Next time you'll be hearing the presenter of I don't know what I'm talking about again. Well, thank you very much for listening. That got uh, that got very real, didn't it? Just for a second there. Um, I, I, I don't think I've ever, ever said that that sort of thing out loud before. And what's ironic as well is there's nobody else in this house. So it's not like anyone is immediately hearing this now. It's going to be a week before anyone hears this. And I, I'm going to be the next person to hear it as well because I will be editing it. <laughs> and there's every chance I might hear it back while I'm editing and go, oh, that's really cringy. Uh, rather not leave that in. I like to try and put as much of the episode out as I can. I just like to take when I when I do edit the podcast, I I just take out the pauses and the ums and the ahs and the sniffs and stuff. Uh, especially recently, since I've not been hugely well. So yeah, when I when I when I edit the podcast, I I like to try and put as much out as I possibly can of what I have actually recorded because I don't like you know. I kind of get this idea that maybe sometimes some people might record a podcast, say something, and then might be a little bit embarrassed by it. Like I think anyone in their right mind would have would have said what I what I said about the royal family, um, listened to it during the editing, and gone that can no I can't put that out publicly. But I like to try and try and be as uh, as 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 true as I possibly can when I, after I'm you know, put this out because I'm putting myself on the spot and I accept the fact I'm putting myself on the spot. It's my fault. I've done this. I, you know, this whole podcast concept was my idea. Um, and I decided to do this venture on my own, apart from obviously the once a month guest episodes. So I, you know, I, it's the, it's the, it's the weight I have to bear. I've given it myself and I'm going to accept it myself. So that's enough rambling for today. If you've got any comments, questions, topic suggestions, or if you've got anything funny, not funny, exciting, boring, completely banal, anything you want to say about any of the topics I've ever uh, talked about on this podcast, any stories, any anecdotes that you have, then you can send all of those to don'tknowwhatpod at gmail.com. And if I find any that are podcast worthy, I will, uh, I will, I will, I will put them into, into an episode or two. If you click the Linktree link in my bio, you can find me on all of my other adventures, my social media accounts, and also the tickets to Kinky Boots are in there. If you want to see me playing Charlie Price in Kinky Boots in April 2024, then you can click that link, get the tickets. If you're in the Cheshire area around that time, or even if you're not, but you're in the UK and you fancy a trip uh, up north or down south, I'm 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 basically northwest. Uh, then uh, then come and watch the show. It's a brilliant musical, and we we literally had our first rehearsal for it yesterday, and 
we've already basically set the opening number and it looks really great. So uh, yeah, come and watch that. And uh, if you are someone, <laughs> this is going to sound really wanky, but if you are someone that doesn't know me, but just listens to the podcast and wants to meet me, then there will be the opportunity, obviously, at the stage door. That sounds sounds so shy. But, you know, opportunity is there if you want it. And finally, if you could give me a little five-star review, that would be really handy. It'll push me up the charts. It will mean that a lot more people can hear this podcast and we can grow this community and hopefully get people more comfortable with stepping out of their comfort zones and talking and being their most uh, authentic selves like I have today. You met Sean today on the podcast, actual real life Sean. I don't think that's going to happen again for a long, long time unless I get a guest on and they ask me an existential question. Thank you ever so much for listening. Now you can join me next Friday because there aren't going to be any more Monday episodes as stated Monday just gone. There aren't going to be any more Monday episodes until at least December, like I said, because I'm very busy. So I'll see you next Friday when I could be talking about literally anything. Have a good weekend. Bye.